fitness concepts are expanding right now, and we wanted to know more about it. Which ones are expanding? Where are they going? Why are they going there? On this episode, we're answering those questions and more as we talk about the growth of fitness in shopping centers. You're listening to Where We Buy. My name is James Cook. I research retail and real estate for JLL. This is the show where we talk with retail experts and we visit shopping spots across the nation and around the world. As I speak to you right now, just outside my window, it is eight degrees Fahrenheit. It's insane. According to the record keepers at my local newspaper, this is the coldest temperature on record ever for this date in November. So I'm sitting inside, I've got my hot coffee, and I'm just going to close my eyes and think back to a beautiful morning in Miami. It seems like a lifetime ago, but it was just two weeks ago. The retail research team was in Miami for a conference. I know it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Keisha Virtue and I stepped away to catch up underneath a palm tree outside our hotel. Hi, I'm Keisha Virtue, and I'm a senior research analyst with JLL. We're out. It's a, it's a breezy Sunday morning in Miami. We're on Brickle Key, walking under the palm trees. When I left home this morning uh, out of Indianapolis, it was about 46 degrees, so it's much nicer. It's, it's balmy here. What would you say? It's like in the 80s? Definitely in the 80s. Yeah, so uh, we're in this atmosphere that feels good. Uh, it makes us feel well. It makes us feel fit. I'm trying to shoehorn this in right now, Keisha, because we're here to talk about our new fitness report that you did. If somebody asked you, what's up with fitness? What's, what's like the big thing that's going on right now? I would say that boutique fitness studios are really exploding as far as popularity and expansion. And we're going to see more of those studios open up in the next coming years. Tell me about the work that you did to research the fitness topic. So we examined over 6,000 leases, um, move-ins, whether they're renewals or our new leases. And we took a look at the types of fitness uh, concepts that are moving into retail space. We looked at the kind of retail space that they were moving into as well. Um, and just the overall growth from 2013 to currently. You collected data looking at all the different concepts that are expanding, where they're going. What is the number one type of fitness uh, concept that's expanding right now? Well, traditional gyms are always going to be very popular. About a third of the movements we saw in 2018 were from traditional gyms, but they, of course, represent a much larger percentage of overall, you know, gym or fitness count. But when we look at overall growth, that boutique studios, they're expanding at like six times the rate of traditional gyms. So we're seeing a real trend here. And if we take a look at maybe some historical data from 2014 to 2015, uh, boutique fitnesses, fitness studios uh, doubled in count. So they expanded from like 21% of overall fitness clubs to 42%, which is huge in just one year. So for somebody who's maybe uh, not a health nut, give us a sense of what, what, is a, what do you mean when you say boutique fitness? 
When you take a look at boutique fitness, it really is about just a specialty. So whether you're looking at spinning, which is just cycling inside with music, or yoga, Pilates, uh, like a combat fitness concept, and of course the very, very popular HIIT, which is high intensity interval training, which you'll find with Orange Theory and a lot of other more you know, trendy brands. Personal training as a boost, as a boutique fitness concept is actually really, really big. I think because it probably has a lower overlay as far as getting into any kind of center, less cost, less specialized equipment, that sort of thing. So it's very, very popular across all the different retail centers. But, you know, yoga and Pilates are having their moment. They've expanded, I mean, like multiple times over since 2013. So they're the ones that are growing the most. Uh, but traditional gyms, if we're taking a look at traditional gyms, budget gyms are absolutely doing fantastic right now. Planet Fitness, boy, they're on a roll. They're really, really expanding. We saw over 600 move-ins in the the study that we did and they're opening about 250 more by the end of the year in the next year or so so really they're on a roll and these budget gyms are recession proof so i mean god forbid that something happens with the, with the economy and people start cutting back boutique studios are not as recession proof as budget studios i mean hey if you can pay ten dollars and still get a workout why not yeah, I read, too, with the value sector for fitness, they're almost like it's they're growing. They're not just stealing market share, but they're growing the overall market. I read that um, a large percentage of people who go to Planet Fitness, who get a membership, they've never belonged to a gym before. So they're creating new gym members out of, uh, out of uh, former people who haven't traditionally gone to gyms. Do you, I mean, do you think that's a trend that continues to grow or is it plateau at some point? I think it's going to continue to grow as more people just become much more aware of their own health and wellness, especially with health insurance companies really pushing discounts for those who really, you know, stay fit and stay healthy. We're going to see that trend, not just with millennials or Gen Z, but with boomers, too, who are really concerned about making sure they stay healthy. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got this small but growing segment of luxury fitness, um, Equinox. Um, being the big one. And then you'd mentioned Lifetime. They have their Lifetime athletic concept. Um, is there still room for growth in the high-end fitness world? Absolutely. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it in the studies that we're, we're looking at. We're seeing it in the news items, the headlines. Uh, Lifetime particularly is very active. They're actually building their own mixed-use facility um, where they have living and, you know, retail and fitness. And they're doing one in Coral Gables, you know, just maybe about 15 minutes away from here. So I think they'll continue to expand. It's a great concept if you're looking for something really all-inclusive that has all the different touch points. And we're going to talk about the coat the co-tenancy and the synergies between uh, fitness and other wellness concepts. And I think Lifetime just has it all in under one umbrella, which I think is a good idea. So Keisha, like we're not even moving uh, and I am sweating like I'm working out out here. Uh, when we walked outside, uh, my glasses uh, fogged up because the humidity is about, what, 2 million percent, I would say. You know what we should do? Let's go, um, do you know, let's go find the fitness center in the hotel and check it out and see how it compares to these other concepts that we've been investigating. How's that sound? Sounds like a great idea. Okay, let's, uh, I think we're going to have to go back in the front entrance of the hotel. Yeah, we can go up this, this taxi ramp. We're good. I didn't get a map of the hotel and we just got here, so I don't know 
where the fitness center is. Maybe we can jump in an elevator and see if it's labeled in the elevator. It probably is. Fitness center lobby. Oh, we're on the lobby level, right? All right, let's, let's take a look. Let's try down here. So uh, we were taking a break from the hustle and bustle of trying to find the uh, fitness center, and we're just sitting out on the balcony. It's very peaceful. You hear birds singing in the coconut trees. I mean, this is my kind of life. Keisha, we've been talking about these different concepts that are expanding these fitness concepts. What kind of co-tenancy do they want? When you, I know you interviewed a lot of operators. What did they tell you we'd like to be near? Probably not fast food, right? <laughs> uh, probably not fast food as the main thing. Uh, they want daily needs tenants. The number one being a really strong grocer. Whether you're looking at a Publix for, you know, South Florida, we are in Florida and Publix is a big brand, or maybe a Whole Foods for a higher end tenant. So definitely daily needs, but it doesn't stop there. They want to see vitamin shops, um, healthy food and beverage. Also athleisure is big for some of these higher end tenants. And believe it or not, pet shops. And in fact, one person told me that there are certain tenants that seek them out. And can you guess what it is, James? Alcohol, liquor stores actually seek out some of these gems to, to partner with or at least be in the same space as. Yeah, I mean, after I work out for like an hour, work up a good sweat, I want like a bottle of whiskey, you know, just throw some liquor on top of that that natural high I've got from, from the workout. I'm sure you're the same way. Who knows? I mean, those endorphins are flowing. Anything is possible at that point. So daily needs, that seems to be the thing. So it's a place where before or after your workout, you can get some pet food, you can get some groceries, any any other kinds of things, like probably not a hair salon because you're gonna be all sweaty. Um, unless you wanna do it right after, but um, juice bars are big. I remember when I lived in South Florida, um, I would go to a juice bar in Boca Raton and there was um, a spin studio right next to it. And I thought, hey, that's brilliant. And even when I went to LA Fitness, there was a vitamin shop right there. And hey, you know what? I started going to vitamin shop because that vitamin shop was right next to the LA Fitness. So it makes sense. So Keisha, I think it's time to uh, go and find the fitness center in this hotel. And we should probably try out some of the equipment, right? We just don't want to look at it. I mean, maybe they've got a Peloton. I'd love to try that out. I think that's a fantastic idea. There's the ATM. And the restaurant. And the wine room. All right, let's go back the other way. So, uh, straight to the left, the one place we haven't looked yet. All right, we'll just hang back here. So we're at the fitness center of the Mandarin Oriental in Brickell Key in Miami. So how do you think this, this uh, workout center, which is pretty nice, compares to uh, some of the growing fitness concepts that you've looked at in your research? As a former gym rat, I say they have a pretty good representation of the equipment that you really want to use here. Um, a lot of stuff to tone arms and legs. Uh, stuff to do pull-ups on that's great and of course your you know state-of-the-art cardio machines whether you're doing elliptical or treadmill looks pretty good they even have some exercise walls and mats in the corner and I just saw there's one peloton right here <laughs> <laughs> there is a peloton that's pretty cool the peloton concept is we've got an exercise bike with um, you can stream live classes so uh, what happens if I hit this button Okay, so now it's going to play a Peloton commercial. 
So it seems like there's a growing number of these high-end fitness things like the mirror, like the Peloton, like the Peloton tread that allow you to do these kind of spin classes at home, running classes at home. But don't you think like a big part of exercising, like these boutique concepts is actually being there with other people? Absolutely, 100%. And I think that's why they're winning and why they're growing as much as they are. And Peloton will still have a real appeal for those who either don't have the time to work out or they just can't. I'm a parent of a toddler, so I know what it's like to try to get out of the house sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you just got to stay in and do your workouts there. So you want to, let's check it out. I'm going to hit take a class. Oh, gosh, we have to create an account. Okay, jjjj at jjj.com. Let's see if this works. Okay, I'm agreeing to the terms. Okay, all right, so do you mind if I jump on this real quick and just see what happens? All right. So James is getting on the bike. Now, on the screen, there appears to be different uh, videos on how to set your bike up properly so you have the proper form doing this workout. We're going to skip all that. <laughs> Get, let's get right to the workout. How do you do that? Let's, oh, yeah. Skip. Hit skip. Daily picks for beginner rider. Okay, I'm definitely a beginner rider. I think we just need to click the 20-minute beginner ride. All right. Do you want to do uh, Jen Sherman? Sounds good to me. All right. We're going to hit start. And uh, we've got Jen Sherman, who we can't hear because we don't have headphones, <laughs> talking to us about how awesome we are and we're going to have a great workout. <laughs> Did I mention I threw my back out this week? And uh, probably shouldn't be on an exercise bike right now, but that's how much I care about retail research people. So have you done a spin class before? I've never done a spin class. I'm a cycle outdoor kind of girl, so the concept of a spin class is a bit lost on me, but hey, I'm willing to try it, man, just at least one time to see what it's like. So it looks like there's other people that are taking this class at the same time as us. And there's us, J-J-H-H-J-J-H-J. There um, you go. That's my, that's my <laughs> username for everything. Let's see if we can fast forward. Okay, now we're going. All right. All right. And I'm done. <laughs> Does that say 4,800 people are logged in right now to watch this? Uh, 4,807 people are also in the beginner's class right now, I think. I think that's how this works. So do you think you would ever want to own one of these? I don't know, James. I think I'd rather actually go to an um, in-person spin class if I'm going to do one. We finished our workout. Let's have some water over here. Do you want some water or iced tea? Sure. It's pretty hot out there. I'm going to go with this orange water. It's got a nice big chunk of orange floating in it. I'm sure the one person who's actually working out right now is loving us. All right. So, Keisha, if folks want to read our report about um, fitness, about all the new concepts, where they're opening up, um, is that at, would they go to JLL.com? They would. It, it is live. What's, what's the name of the report? Fitness Invigorates Shopping Centers. So if you go to JLL.com, uh, go into the search bar and search for Fitness Invigorates Shopping Centers. I think if you just search for fitness, it's going to be the number one result. And uh, Keisha did it. Uh, we just scratched the surface. There's a ton of good info on it. So I would highly recommend that everybody check it out. It's free download uh, on our website. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Keisha, and talking about fitness and suffering through my horrible moments on the Peloton, which nobody really needs to experience. Hey, I mean, I think I would have done just as well as you, James. <laughs> You're just like, I'm so glad you didn't make me do it, right? I'm wearing like three-inch heels, so it might have been a little awkward, yeah. While we were in Miami, we also visited two distinct retail districts. The first one was the high-end 
luxury outdoor design district. And then the second was Wynwood, which is hip. Still got graffiti all over the place, boutiques, lots of bars and restaurants. If you want to see what both of those distinct districts look like, go to our website, wherewebuy.show, and check out the videos that we've posted there. I was also just in Tampa, Florida last week, and I took a stroll through a new downtown food district that's made out of shipping containers. It's called Sparkman's Wharf, and that video is going to be coming soon. I'd love to hear about a retail street that you strolled down recently. You should uh, give us a call at the Where We Buy hotline, and we'll use your voice on an upcoming show. The number is 602 633-4061. And when you call, be sure to tell us your name and where you're calling from. I've got a few events coming up on my calendar. If you're going to be at one of these conferences, let me know, and I would love to meet up. Um, The first one is ICSC Center Build in Phoenix in December. Uh, After that is New York Deal Making. I'll be at the Nexus Conference in Miami, back to Miami, in January, and then the Open Air Conference in February in Nashville. If you're going to be at one of those, send me a note. My contact info is at wherewebuy.show. Are you a Where We Buy subscriber? No. Why not? It's so easy. There's no reason not to do it. Go to your iPhone podcast app, go to Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and search for where we buy and hit subscribe. Or if you don't like apps, go to the web at wherewebuy.show. Our theme music is Run in the Night by the Good Lords under Creative Commons license.